What's up, y'all? But y'all, I'm Mike D from Ugat Clothing from Blasty Black Podcast. Make sure to check the motherfucking 34 Question Podcast with Jan. Forget about it. Make sure. Let's go. Let's go. What? What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Tonight, I have a very special guest, Mr. Mike D from Ugat Clothing. Welcome to the show, Mike. What's up? Yo, what's good? Chilling, man, chilling. Uh, hey, for the folks out there who don't know, uh, we actually recorded an episode maybe about a month ago, but I f I fucked up and um, <laughs> something happened with the with the sound, and you know it was a great conversation, and I know we're gonna have a, another one again today, but you guys missed out. It's gonna be a whole different flow <laughs> today, but um, yeah, yeah. So thank you, Mike, for coming on. Thank you for your time. Thank you for forgiving me for uh, messing up on the sound. You know it, it, it happens, but uh, yeah. Much love, um, and yeah. For, uh, for those unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do some intro questions to set the tone. Um, we jump into an icebreaker, which is a one one word spelling bee, uh, and then we have some. We jump into the main meat of the podcast, where you choose a number between one thirty four, and uh, that's how we get it rolling. Sound good to you, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Just give me the easy words, okay? <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got dog. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> my, well, my first question for you, man, is uh, how have you been? It's been a few weeks. Uh, I, I see you busy. I see you doing your thing. Uh, you've been good. Hello. You've been going through it. How you been, man? Hella crazy busy. Uh, production, uh, design. Um, basically, a one-man team, and uh, trying to figure out how to make not make that happen. <laughs> And so, and also, uh, just busy with the, the the app Clubhouse and building with folks. Uh, now, I just had a call uh, before this uh, about NFTs in terms of digital art. So, uh, figuring out how to uh, partner up and build with uh, people in that community. And so, I'm putting together a plan uh, in regards to NFTs. So, I'm excited about that. And uh, for now, that's all I can say. But I'm excited about a lot of a lot of projects coming up. No doubt. <laughs> Uh, for for those people who don't know what an N NFT is, uh, how would you describe that? It's basically NFT is non fungible. Uh, what do you call that? <laughs> it's basically a digital art. So and then you know and it's get passed on to the blockchain, just like the you know Bitcoin, Ethereum, and so it, it lives forever in the in the digital world. And then you can there's a record of it, and people could purchase it and on the digital world. And so I'm I'm also learning about it. Uh, so definitely I'm getting into it and figuring out what's the best way to as artists in the community want to figure out how to uh, maximize that platform and also I want to be able to bring other artists within our community to be able to uh, educate them in regards to the to the, the new this new platform and so yeah I want to bring in all the artists that I can into this so for sure for sure is it something that like you know anyone who has digital art can sign up for and like sell their stuff with Or is it like you got to reach a certain, uh, you know, uh, popularity or to to make something of it? Uh, no, it's like it's basically anyone can do it, uh, but there's a cost to it. Mm. Just yeah, if you have a digital art, uh, you can just jump in into mint a a piece of art, digital art, and but there's cost in terms of doing it. There's like because it's processed electronically, they they call uh, the gas cost. And in terms of processing and minting a digital art, 
Uh, and so, like an example, if I'm going to mint a piece of art digitally, there's cost in terms of the again the, the production aspect of the digital thing. So it roughly like costs maybe over over hundred dollars just to mint and to put it in digital form to be able to sell it. And then you have to like platforms like Rarible and OpenSeas that when you sell it in these platforms, they take percentage of it. And so and then they people are in exchanging uh, Ethereum. Uh, the, the, yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's all new to me, and that's why I was, you know, like I was excited to jump in this call and learn about it, and you know how, and I want to be able to bring our community into this, so especially the artists in our community. No doubt, no doubt. Sounds like a, a new, a new way for artists to support themselves, right? Like we all know, all a lot of artists are starving artists, um, so it's yeah, always it's good when it's. <laughs> that's real. Struggle's real, man. I know you know firsthand, man. So. <laughs> Uh, my second question for you, Mike, is what do you want your descendants to know about you? You know, you're reaching five generations down the road. They want to know a little more about their great, great, great grandfather, great, great, great uncle. What do you want them to know about you? Mm, that's a great question. Uh, one is that that I built, that I contributed in building that tree that 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 and the shade that they're enjoying you know what i mean <laughs> i got you yeah yeah i know what you mean <laughs> so the idea of being able to contribute to society in, in in a way to change it so they can actually benefit you know you know them in a sense and so yeah i want to i want them to know that that i can contribute and also they can contribute to continue maintain and push to for for a better society so for sure no right. um my third question for you is how would you like to be honored? You know, if I was going to tell myself today I'm going to honor Mike D in some way, some kind of act, what would that be like? Or what would that look like? Oh, I, that, I don't know. I don't think about that. <laughs> is that is that what you're thinking about, bro? <laughs> Yo, because you know, like when some when someone's gone and we don't know how to like properly like you know rem remember sure. them it's because right. we never talked about it um, right, right. and yeah i mean you don't have to, if, if if you don't want to answer it right now it's all good that it, it is a different you gotta be comfortable with it and if you're well, not that's sure. fine I, I'll, I'll figure out an answer right now <laughs> okay okay yeah, I think yeah. it's just again back to the point of the building that tree and just uh yeah, honor me as 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 person that did try to live their best and contributed in our try to figure out how to contribute within our society. And so yeah, I mean, honor and like you know, there's not no specific uh, act act or other than just just remembering, you know. For sure, for sure. Uh, and then my last question for you is how oh, do you? What's, oh no, <laughs> the, the intro, the intro questions, the the, the okay, last okay. the intro questions, um, is what? We just started. Let's go. Oh, we just getting started, man. Um, but how well do you know yourself? If it's hard to put into words, you could do a scale from one to ten. Oh, it's like that. It's like when you go to the uh, what do you call it? Uh, hospital, and they give you <laughs> how <laughs> how much it hurts, and they give you the happy face from the sad face. <laughs> It is, it is kind of like that because you're yeah, self-assessing yeah, yeah. self yourself. Yeah, the range, but, uh, the range. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> myself, for sure. I think, I think we know ourselves at this point, right? So 
it can be a hundred percent, but at the same time, tomorrow it is a new. So it's a continuous growth in essence, and so I guess you can say a hundred percent. And so you have to just say from fifty to sixty to seventy to eighty, and just know that you will continue to grow and learn every day, and you know that's part of your growth and understanding yourself in a sense. Because yeah, learning every day we learn about ourselves. Sometimes you know what I mean? It's like oh shit, I didn't know about that myself. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, it's a process. It's a process, definitely. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, like you said. It, It changes. It fluctuates during life stages. Um, I think you've told, you've heard me say it before. You know, at my highest of highs, I feel like I'm. I know myself. The lowest of lows, I feel like I don't know who the hell I am. So, yeah, man, it's a, it's an up and down. I like how you answered that. <laughs> uh, all right, we made it to the icebreaker, which is the spelling bee portion. Um, would you like to participate? <laughs> the <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. Let's go. Uh, the the your word is epilepsy. Excuse me. <laughs> you, okay, I give up. I'll pass. All right, all right. That, that I don't know. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, then uh, you pass. Well, we'll we'll move on to the the main portion of the interview. You get to choose a number between one and thirty four. Uh, let's see if you hit some of the same ones you got before. I mean, I honestly don't remember. We don't have the video, but uh, yeah, let's just roll with it. Should be a number. Number eight, infinity. Let's go. To fill in the blank, but I'm too young to blank. I'm too young to give up. I'm too young to let it go. I have more time, and I want to maximize my time to be able to make a difference in the world. For sure, for sure. What uh, what would you say is the uh, the thing that you're too young to give up on? Is it just in general, or any specific uh, venture that you're trying out? Just in general of. Uh, Again, back to the point. It's going to be like the main uh, theme, right? It's again back to the point. I'm contributing to make changes in our society, in our community, and it's a continuing process. It's a it's a continuous fight, and so it's a must that I continue to make that commitment to make those changes, in in, in what, whatever form and whatever capacity that I have. So, and I'm too young to not to give up on that. You know what I mean? Till yeah. till, the, till the till the wheel falls off, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what what inspired you to get into this uh, mindset and to this uh, you know of contributing and giving back and you know pushing for the advancement of of people? Like what what inspired you to get into that? I think one is it's really about learning, uh, learning about society and looking at society in a different lens. That it doesn't it's not about you. And it's not about like an individualist idea of yourself and. So it's it's a, we have to go beyond the individual and see the collective, you know. As Filipinos, you know, I grew up in the Philippines in poverty, along the Riles in the shanty town, and so I know what what poverty is and the fact that that poverty continues to exist, and you know, it's it's a must because I've experienced it. It's a must for me to know that, you know. To contribute in in a way to change that, so no one else can go through it, you know. Like as Filipino Americans, we have we migrate, we escape the condition, right? And so, but as soon as we escape the condition, you know, we have this road 
forks. So either we continue to just focus on ourselves or do we focus on ourselves to be better, to have better capacity and find a way to contribute in changing the very condition that, you know what I mean? That impacts mm -hmm. us and the, the very thing that's, that we escaped. And so I want to be able to empower people like to be able to look back and say, there's a reason why we escaped, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> shit is fucked up. And so I want to be able to like, you know, like not just in, on an individual basis, but as a community to say, we can, we can have the power and we can contribute to make those changes. And so, yeah. For sure. For sure, man. Uh, shoot me another number. Uh, number three. Um, what knowledge would you like to drop? So, you know, I know you like you talked about learning. Uh, I, I know there's stuff that you know that I don't know. What's what's like some kind of nugget of wisdom or some piece of knowledge you'd like to pass on to me? You know, teach me something, basically. Is <laughs> you know. Well, uh, the the Philippines is a semi colony of the U.S. So right, right now, you right now, right now, right now, like right now. And I think when people talk about decolonizing, uh, sometimes not all, but sometimes it's focused on the individual. Again, back to the point of the individual, without understanding that we are still a colony and there's still colonial uh, U.S. colonial influence. Uh, politically, uh, economically, and socially, in essence, and so it's so much that we, in a way, what does it mean to decolonize as a whole, as a people? That means that we have to end that colonial, that semi-colony status, and be be sovereign, be independent. You know, so yeah, because on paper, Philippines is independent, but in actuality, it's not. So is that yeah. something that's a talked about freely or like because or, or, that's something that i i see the american influence i just never had thought about it as being colonized or being currently colonized you know mm -hmm. uh, and how much is i mean i don't want to jump too much into politics but you know i feel like our, our current leadership is trying to stay away from that you know and be like no we're not going to be like america we're gonna be you know we're gonna be rocking with other countries <laughs> um but uh yeah like is, is that something people are talking about or is that something where it's like we can't talk about it i think uh it's a matter of understanding the the bigger issue the systemic issues and the systemic issue becomes uh what they call an invisible hand so because it's an invisible hand you know if we don't understand that systemic aspect then we're only looking at uh, ourselves and blaming ourselves uh, of the, for the condition. And so, but the idea is like understanding the whole system and what's at play and, and what perpetuates the poverty and the corruption that's happening back home. And so, so yeah, that's I wanted to drop that knowledge. <laughs> right on, man. No, no. That, that's exactly what I was looking for, man. That, that was super interesting. Um, go ahead and shoot me another number. Number 35. Let's go. 34 well i feel like i i know where you're gonna go with it but i still want to hear it from you it's a fill in the blank uh life is about blank life, life is about blank so life is about for you what is life about for you oh life is about love and you know, <laughs> Life, like living fully means, well, life is about freedom. 
and freedom to love and you know what they say like you know like what uh cornell west say uh that love in public look like uh, is justice that's why it look like in public justice is what love looks like in public and so you know being free and and to love and to look out for each other as a community and each other's well-being as a collective versus like oh i gotta get mine type of shit and i gotta do what i gotta do to get mine and you know what i mean and so that's to me that's for me that's what life is is about together about as a collective being free and so yeah what do you think is a, a barrier for for some people that that don't see it that way you know it's like because um, instead of having that like gl- global view or nation view it seems like people are are really attached to their in- like their immediate community the people that they see every day and interact with but then there's also like that the vision you know when it comes to you know we could be american but some people won't consider us american you know mm-hmm. um so what, what do you think is that barrier of like for that love to just kind of influence everybody to to be together or you know provide it's, that freedom that justice it's really about learning learning about yourself and and understanding yourself as a whole and what makes you and not not just your own lived experience but beyond in terms of understanding the experience of all of us as a people and once you know that then you can really understand yourself like in a relationship you fall in love by really getting to know the person you know what i mean like the more you get to know them the more you you know what i mean so i think it's a process that we have to like really learn about ourselves and again back to the point of beyond our own lived experience but our experience of our collective as a people and really that's the barrier and understanding what has uh what, what impacts us historically and to this day and how can we change that in essence and so yeah So it's really about education in that sense of understanding the system and so not the education of like you know maybe like a job skill or you know but really fully understanding the whole the whole picture I got you man uh, my answer's gonna be all political <laughs> yo man if that's coming from you that's coming from you I, I'm not mad I'm not mad at it uh, who well I know you don't know who but I would say, what do you think happened for that system to get created? Like, you know, were there the good people who are trying to make it fair, trying to make it, you know, um, yeah, like, how do you think that system played out? Because I don't, I don't want to believe that the people who were smartest in the past was like, oh, I see how I'm different. I'm going to use this to my advantage. I, I wish it was more like, oh, I'm different. Let me see how I can use that to help other people. <laughs> But yeah, the systems in place don't reflect that. Um, so yeah, I, I was just asking. Well, I guess it's not a question. I was just describing something. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> But Never I, I, mind. There's, there's definitely a, a history of it and the idea of internally uh, as an archipelago, as uh, as the Philippine archipelago. You know, we were. There's, there's always internal contradictions in developing oneself, and so that was happening. But then externally, you know, we were colonized in essence for over 300 years, right? 
350 years or whatever have you. And that's a lot of uh, wealth that has been extracted and stolen. And, and really, it's just our culture erased, you know, uh, our people murdered and in all sense of, of exploitation. So understanding that, and I know people will say, oh, that's the past. But I think at the same time, we have to understand that that condition continues, right? From the Spanish and then American taking over. Oh, from the America and then Japanese and then America coming back to make sure it has its control and to perpetuate that that poverty to be able to exploit its resources and its people for its labor and so these are the things that are happening and so this is why we are here in America we are forced to migrate that's why we're in Canada that's why we're in the Middle East in Hong Kong in Singapore you know this is the reason like because of it's better for us to or we feel that it's better for us to leave the country because of the situation and, and take any job that's available just to, just to survive and support our family. And so, but yeah, like mm -hmm. you know, this, is the, this is what I do as a community organizer. You know, I can only hope uh, and empower people to really learn about the history and understand what, what happened or what's, what is happening. And then we can figure out how to address and make the changes. So, yeah. Sure. Uh, is there a word for that, for the word for people who migrate because of, you know, just the, the state of society versus, I know refugee is a term for some someone who migrates because of war, but mm. is there, some, is there a, you know, a term, or are we, would we just use refugee as <laughs> what I would call my folks for leaving because they wanted a better, better life, you know? Well, it's just, uh, it's basically just a uh, migrant. Migrant. Uh, yeah, and then Filipinos that still live in the Philippines are OFWs, overseas Filipino workers. And so there's gotcha. 15, million, there's 15 million Filipinos outside of the U, the Philippines, around the world, 200 countries. Uh, what was that number again? 200 countries, 15 million Filipinos outside of the Philippines, over 200 countries that are working, you know, and just trying to survive and send money back home. I wonder, like, how that compares with uh, with other countries. You know, like, two, like fifteen million Filipinos in two hundred countries. We're all we're everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's super interesting. I wonder what country hasn't oh, been yeah. like a Filipino isn't there yet. I should go there to be like the first one and be like, hey, I'm claiming this spot for Filipinos. <laughs> well, I, I have a story. I have a story with that in, in regards to that statement. Uh, I was in the Navy one time, and we went to Kenya, Kenya, Mombasa in Africa. And we pulled up to this place for like maybe a week. And I was like, oh, I was curious if there's Filipino there. And so I was young then, we went to a club and then I was, and then like uh, there were uh, Africans that were speaking Tagalog to me. <laughs> Whoa, that's what's up. That's what's because, up. Because they, they, they had friends that were uh, seafarers and also like in other countries, like in, in, in the area. And so the idea of like we're everywhere yeah that's it it's, that's why it's called the, the diaspora <laughs> we're everywhere <laughs> uh, how do you pr pronounce that again the diaspora Di diaspora for sure yeah yeah that's how I, <laughs> that's how I pronounce it I'm not sure <laughs> I got but, you look it up look it up <laughs> that's hilarious man uh, thank you for that story go ahead and uh, shoot me another number the numbers the number game let's go with number nine number nine Okay, this was the the flip side to the I'm too young to. This is okay. I'm too old to blank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old for some bullshit. 
<laughs> elaborate, elaborate. What's bullshit uh, to you? No, I, I think you know. I think I'm definitely uh, too old, and we've grown and developed and understand. We have our own experience, and we're able to actually read situations and conditions and people, and know that you know it's not necessarily gonna serve the interest or, or the interest that we want, right? And so then we're able to like. Uh, disengage in a way and so yeah i'm too old for what's not gonna serve uh the goal that i want to 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 uh, achieve in essence and so we just keep it moving you know what i mean yeah yeah no i hear you man um re- reading situations i think the more more you the more experience you have the more you see the patterns you see the um you can yeah you can definitely seem to call what happens next in situations if you've seen enough yeah. uh, I feel that uh, go ahead uh, throw me another number uh, 11 11 do you believe in the afterlife do I believe in the afterlife yeah to be honest I have no motherfucking idea <laughs> 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 I I got no time to worry about afterlife because I know the real life shit is happening and that's what I can control or have can have control over and I want to do the best that I can in regards to what's around me and making sure that I have I become the best that I can be to have a great impact in what's around me and so whatever happens that, that's that's a lot of time to think about uh you know what I mean? That's that takes out yeah. takes takes out some time in terms of, in terms of actually trying to better ourselves and trying to think of what could happen. Uh, so, but you know, I don't know. Let's see. I guess yeah. we'll find out when we get there. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, that's how I kind of feel. Like you know, I th- I think aliens are around, but I can't spend too much time thinking about it because like. What, that doesn't help me do do any like progress any of my goals doesn't help me get back to the community if I'm just thinking about aliens all the time uh, <laughs> if, if, if they do or do not exist you feel me so yeah no, I, know, I know what you mean um, there was a there was a question that came out of that but I can't remember it was a fleeting thought uh, <laughs> go ahead and uh, shoot me another number uh, 10 what, what could you be better at what I could be better at. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. What was something you feel like you could improve on? You know, uh, one for sure is asking for help. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely. I have, I struggle with, uh, asking for help. Uh, and especially, especially it's, it's funny. Like in terms of the people that we have a relationship with, the closest to us, we have a harder time asking <laughs> them. And it's kind of easier for us to ask help for somebody that we might not know. Or for me anyway, I was speaking for myself. And so, but yeah, I think that's something that I definitely need to work on in the sense of uh, having that trust, that tr- trust in a sense to be able to ask for help. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, for sure. So it's, it's, you would say it's like not having that trust to ask for help? That's what keeps you from asking, or uh, in some in some ways, but also like you know, because we are taught that in a sense that we can do it all ourselves, right? You know, like I I got this, uh, you know, in the sense of like you you owing people, like oh well, 
I'm gonna owe them <laughs> in some sense. Like you know, I gotta pay it back in some ways. But I think uh, in regards to these uh, dynamics, uh, you know, like we have to actually communicate those set expectations. And you know, for me, I'm down to help anyone without without any exchange of any. You know, it's not a transactional essence. But mm-hmm. and I think I want to be able to actually. Uh, be open in regards to asking for help and you know if there is uh like you know if there's expectations for me to return that that help you know to again just be able to communicate and within those uh dynamic and relationship with people for sure for sure um go ahead and throw me another number man 15 15 what what cliche high school person were you you know how there was jocks there was geeks there was you know the skaters they were the 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 band like what which which high school uh <laughs> click where were you in if you, if you don't mind me asking i was all of it <laughs> you was all of it uh i played football oh snap yeah, yeah. uh i was 99 pounds in, in in the varsity uh i was a running back and halfback and then uh, on defense, you know, because you play both sides. When you're in high school, I played cornerback. And uh, I have a story. One time, I think uh, one of our folks uh, were, were not qualified to play the next game because of his grades. And we were practicing and they asked me to like, oh, we need someone for our second team as a, a nose guard. Or not nose guard. What's the opposite? Oh, dude. Uh... If not, the, so you're on the defense, on the defensive line. Did yeah, 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 yeah. Defensive but, tackle or but, yeah. but the middle, the yeah, that's the, de- yeah, yeah. the defensive so, tackle. Yeah. So then I would line up on in the gap, and as soon as the ball wow. moves, and like the moment it just twitched a little bit, I would shoot the gap, and for whatever reason, I was I would always have my hand on the quarterback. Wow! Wow! So, okay. But this was in practice, and they were like, "Oh, let's try it out in the game." <laughs> So yeah. yeah, we tried a couple game, uh, game, and then uh, yeah. <laughs> so you had like a quick reaction that like yeah you know. yeah yeah. I, think I was small, you know, like I was quick, you know. I had that, <sighs> but yeah, I had a couple of uh, sacks, and so it was it was fun. <laughs> it was knowing at the time, and so from wow. before, yeah yeah. And it's funny, like if you look at like at the game, like when people are like. Uh, on the line, it seems like there's an empty space in the middle because I'm I'm there. <laughs> everyone's so like, small. yeah, everyone's three hundred pounds, and I'm like over there, ninety nine pounds in my high yeah. school. <laughs> but Did yeah, you play yeah. all four years? Or? Uh, no, it was just like uh, for a couple of years, uh, junior okay. and, and senior, and then I was also a nerd because I was a newly migrant. You know, I was just mm. learning about things, and so, but yeah, I was I was a lot of things. I just kind of. Try to make it, make it out of high school just to survive. <laughs> yeah, figure, you know how what goes from there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have like a a play in your mind that you can just remember, like a movie that you know playing football where it was just so epic or so you know um, beastie that you you could remember it, like a play that you did could have been yeah. like a sack, could have been an yeah. important important one or a highlight that's what i mean by it or nah that was it like it was a sack in the, it in was the a game. Sex? Like, yeah like shooting the gap 
real quick. Yeah, yeah, boom! Like, what the hell? He's on me already, type of shit. And so, yeah, like, definitely, that's something memorable, memorable in a sense. And that's a, I always share that, that, that. And so, yeah, yeah, I can oh, yeah. see slow motion, you know, like <sighs> shoot the gap. <laughs> like, I got my hands on the quarterback, and it's like that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You, you, you only played football? No other sports? Uh, I wrestled. Oh shit! I was also was a wrestler, and so yeah, yeah. I I was. Man, I don't remember what I, in terms of my. I think I was like three and one. Uh, okay. Think, but before, like, I wasn't fully able to because I got hurt in some ways, and so so that's what I remember. It's been a while. I'm an old yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did play football and I, I I wrestled. That was the sports that I played in high school. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Uh, go ahead and uh, shoot me another number. Oh, number twenty-five. I think you might have chose twenty-five. I did. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll. Uh, I got this question for you. Is uh, oh. what is a trap people fall for? A trap. Yeah, you know, uh, just a trap in life that oh, people, can, people can fall for. The cheese. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> it's the cheese trap, the mouse trap. <laughs> so, uh, I think it's the bag. You know what I mean? It's the bag. That's a trap. The it's idea. A trap, yeah, yeah like the idea. I mean, we all trying to get bags. We all trying to get. We, we all trying to eat. But at the same time, like sometimes. You know, when things are too easy, you know, like we don't work hard for it. That's that's a trap. You know, we have to work hard for these bags, and so for sure, that's that's my trap. Like, if if the if the money's too easy, that's a trap. Well, I mean? how would you say that affects people if uh, the money comes too easy? Well, I think maybe I'm uh, too easy in the sense of maybe come from not your own work in a sense and so if you're getting money from other people's work that's not cool <laughs> and so yeah 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 maybe i don't know maybe that's yeah that's it i mean what, what other trap for me uh yeah I think well, that's what I the rat race is a trap man the rat race is a trap and we like i mean for me it's uh I know that you can love your job if it's even if it's not your business or you know you're working for somebody else but that just never kind of resonated with me you know like the trap of staying someplace for so long um without following your passion i think that's a trap people fall fall into sometimes you know it's by choice but other times it's just circumstance you know you got to do what's right for for your family you got to do what's right um you know for your community and you really have no choice but you know to say maybe i should i can't i shouldn't work on this right now because i have to provide for for the people around me um but yeah that's definitely it's definitely a balance you know mm. and you know depending on your situation if it's just you if you're in a sense in the, uh, independent individual it's easier to make those decisions but if you have other people that are relying on you having a family or other type of form of that you are people are dependent on you those decisions are harder to make and so something to keep in mind while you're still free <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no chains no chains you know what I mean <laughs> yeah 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 I know what you mean man 
go ahead. Keep it rolling, man. Throw me oh, another number. 29. Let's go. 29? I feel like even in Vegas, like, give me yeah, is it roulette. Actual? It's like roulette, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was acceptable during your childhood that isn't today? You know, something. Yeah, you know, it was cool back then to do do this, but it's not cool to do that anymore. Oh, crisscross. <laughs> The, the the music group the yeah, two kids yeah, yeah yeah we used to dress up and keep put put our uh, clothes backwards <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. like <laughs> self explanatory <laughs> I mean like I, I know mean, some people try to bring it back here and there really? <laughs> like uh, yeah. I remember in the two thousands they they started doing the backwards jerseys I don't know if you remember that they would wear the name. Like if it was LeBron James, it would say James on the front and then have the name on the back. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was it was a look. I don't know if uh, it's gonna. I don't. I don't. Yeah, you're right. I don't think that's gonna come back. <laughs> you never know. It, it depends who does it. You know, you have an influencer that does it, and everyone goes crazy. It's like, oh yeah, that's... you're like, what the what the fuck? <laughs> I was I was trolling you guys. Like, <laughs> you guys really think that's that's good? <laughs> um. Go ahead and throw me another number, man. Oh, I'm 16. Let's go. 16. 16 is it? <laughs> What's up? I don't know the roulette number. <laughs> uh, no, you're fine. I should. That might be a good idea just to like do a roulette wheel to, to, so like the guest doesn't have to pick. It just you yeah. follow, follow the roulette. That, that's an interesting <laughs> concept. I might use that for the gamblers out there like yeah. myself. Uh, yeah, that would be so cool, actually. <laughs> You have yeah, like a yeah. randomizer. That would be anyway, cool. Anyway, a pinwheel. Um, what's the most? Imp- what's up? Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, what's the most important thing to teach kids? Teach kids. Uh, well, I think one is there's so many uh, things to teach because life throws them. A lot of things and it's so much that you know as a parent we have to prepare them and dealing with the world but i think for me is that you know it's man it, it's this hard question because there's so many things to say it's not just one thing you know what i mean can i give you some ages because i feel like that would kind of help in, in there's a lot of things okay. we should teach okay, kids okay, okay. Right. That, that helps contact yeah. uh first first age at 15 what's the first like what would you teach a kid no yeah 15 uh i think definitely uh responsibilities and empowering them in a sense that they can contribute to the family and always valuing them as a human being period you know i mean and valuing them and no matter what they do and so i mean that's not that's more than one (laughs) but it's just there's a lot in terms of being able to to like teach in a sense you know the world is crazy man so (laughs) yeah yeah no doubt uh what what about a five-year-old a five-year-old uh man i have three kids by the way (laughs) they're you you win it you 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 got experience they're 19 he just one my eldest just turned 19 and then 14 and then 10 and so yeah i 
I got three of them. Five years old. Uh, man, so many things. Uh, I think it's just at five. It's very simple, like like the idea of like not getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Five year old when they're exploring everything, you know, like from that point of age, like from three to four to five, they're exploring and you know, it's just being safe in a sense and uh, self awareness, I guess. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then, um, a 25 year old, a 25 year old, yeah. Oh man, what did I want to know when I was 25? <laughs> or- <laughs> or what would you teach your 25 year old self you know yeah you teach- i think take your time and figure mm-hmm. out what you want and figure out for yourself and you know what i mean and then just don't put too much pressure on yourself yeah you know, things will come uh and you know just put your just work hard and learn about the world and just grow and continue to grow and be a better person in a sense and so yeah and i think yeah not to be too hard to put to you know to yourself in that sense would you say it was harder back then or harder now to not feel like to not feel like you're you need a rush you know i think it's there it's all the same uh the mm. essence is the same but the form is different you know the form is different but the essence is the same because we still have to go through life and learn about life in a sense but i think you know the influence that you have now might be social media but we we had an influence back then in our time you know which is tv radio you know all those things so so it's just it's the same in essence but different forms and so definitely i got you i got you uh keep it rolling what's your next Uh, number Let's see. 13? Did I say 13? 13. No, I mean, I don't think so. Okay, uh, lucky one. Right, let's go. What were the biggest influences in your life? Biggest influence uh, in my life? Whew. Biggest, uh, actually, how I became is the organization that I became a part of that really changed uh, my view of the world and understandings, again, systemic issues and what led me to the work that I do uh, with with the brand and also with community. It's really Anakbayan Silicon Valley. So Anakbayan chapter in San Jose is the Anakbayan Silicon Valley. And so that had a huge impact in my, transform, tra- my transformation. And so, I think I was already like at 34 when I joined and the cutoff was 35. <laughs> really? So I, oh, man. Yeah, I only had one year to learn, <laughs> but I think uh, it really challenged me. Uh, it challenged the, my backward ideas and understanding of the world and it gave me the lens to really see the truth in, in what's happening. And so, yeah, it, it gave me a critical lens. So, and I'm forever thankful in that experience. And that was the beginning uh, of 
about things with me. So shout out to the Anakbayan chapters across the U.S. There's over 30 of them. Make sure you all check out Anakbayan USA. There's Anakbayan uh, SF, Anakbayan DC. You know what I mean? So yeah, they're everywhere. So holla. The Anakbayan, it's a, it's a program where they they teach you more about Filipino culture or... Well, it's a, a youth uh, and students organization, an activist organization. But in the process of being part of the organization, you learn about the systemic issue and why things are the way they are. You know, you learn about the, your struggle as a youth and students, and how does it, how does the uh, connect with every, with the systemic issues? And it's it's really been a big eye opener for me in terms of my experience. Again, from I was already 34, and I from within a year or two that I got involved in community, that was like a wealth of knowledge that I was I was able to learn. That was beyond that I can learn. Like within a short amount of time, that was within like in, in comparison to my 34 years of life, I didn't learn shit. <laughs> But within that, yeah, within that two, three, one year with Anakbayan, and then being involved in the community, like within like two, four, three, four years. I, w- I have learned so much over my 34 years of life, which is crazy. And so, That's yeah. dope. I mean, you you already know I'm already in that boat too of uh, trying to get closer to my roots. That's um, hey, I just want to say thank you too. Uh, there's a few guests that you had on your show that I, I, I reached out to, um, okay. to 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 be a part of 34 as well. So I mean, thank you for the network, man. Like you know. I know whoever you bring on is, would probably be, be super interesting for my show too. So, you know. so that's yeah, how yeah. we do. Yeah, we'll definitely shout you out when their when their uh, their their time comes on. Um, but yeah, much love, Mike. Uh, just a heads up, we have about 10-15 minutes left in the podcast. Um, okay. Just want to thank you again for your time. Uh, your thorough answers. Always love to hear your stories. Um, so appreciate it, man. All love, brother. All love. Give me another number. Uh, one. <clears throat> Are you recording this? <laughs> What? Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, we're, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm 100% recording this. <laughs> <laughs> number one. Oh man. Um, what has changed about you? What has changed about me? Yeah, like uh, from when you were a kid to now. Like, what difference do you see in yourself? Yeah, yeah, I think I shared it, right? In terms of how understanding the bigger picture. And like, you know, as a kid, you see what you see. And as we grow, we just see what we see without understanding the whole picture. You know what I mean? And so I think what, what has changed from uh, is being able to look at my experience and see what's been at play in my experience as a whole and not just on the individuals or my family or there's so because there's so much more so again maybe more critical in essence okay yeah. how how haven't you changed what's something about you that you seem to like always been your whole life oh oh man uh i love sugar <laughs> <laughs> so do I man so do I and that's something that's hard for me to put down and like yeah I gotta have some form of sugar throughout the day if I don't have sugar I'm just gonna 
just wealth. <laughs> Tell yeah. me. Uh, what's your favorite uh, dessert? Dessert? Oh, anything mango. Oh, nice. so, yeah, I, I gotta have mango, uh, any form of mango. Right now I have like the actual mango, the, the whole box. You know how the, it comes in a box and that's taped all over the place. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I have like mango ice cream and I have mango mochi. So when I'm like, I need some snacks, I always have some form of mango. <laughs> all right, for sure, man. I got you. I got you. Uh, I do love that the, the those dried filipino mangoes i'm sure you, Ooh, you know what i'm talking about yeah, those are too too yeah. easy to eat man <laughs> and they're all sugared up you like you right? see the sugar on the mango. <laughs> makes it oh, so good have you had spicy one? Like same brand the, or different brand it's not the same brand but i think the uh it is a mexican brand where the mango is like have that what you, what's that tahini yeah I, I know what you're talking about i'm, I'm yeah. sorry folks out there if you know what we're talking about we don't know the name yeah, uh, but, but yeah the it's the, that red powder yeah, <laughs> yeah the chili yeah, powder yeah, i think it's tahini i'm not yeah. sure but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh we we admit it we admit we don't know it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's like, just the like we know <laughs> uh all right man give me one more number uh four four what do you pray? Huh? Or do you pray? Do are I you pray? pray? Are you a praying person? Yeah. I do not pray. Uh, my wants and needs are, I'm hoping to enact it in essence. And what I do believe is that I believe in people and, and being able to empower people to enact change and whatever change is good for either for themselves or for everyone. And so that's why I believe in people. And that's why organizing is very important because it's the, it's us, all of us that can create the change. And so, and you know, my want and my hope is all rooted in our, our people coming together, uh, being un united in essence. So yeah, that's where I put all my hopes and wishes. So I for pray sure. to the people. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, we're, we're here. Well, right? we, we need to be listening, though. You know, the yeah, people out here not listening. Right <laughs> I got you. Uh, you know what I mean? Let's yeah. go. Uh, so we've re reached the concluding portion. We, I only got like three, three, four questions left for you. Okay. Uh, this next question is actually since the last time you came onto the show, this is something new. I've been asking my guests to ask the next question for the next guest um so this question is coming from my previous guest roberto shout out roberto uh for this question but his question is what small thing can you do right now to make an impact on someone's life mm. <clears throat> i think in in the pandemic in the current situation the you know uh i think just being there with with reaching out and being with the person in a sense if it's safe but i think reaching out to people that you care about and letting them know that you love them you love them period you know what i mean and so and now wait for the last uh, minute and if things happen and just always express your love for the people around you so yeah sure. uh, 
what's something you would like to ask the next guest that comes on? Oh, um, let's see. What would I ask the next question? Do you know who's the next person? (laughs) Um, does it matter? No, no, man. It's all about, you know, how the universes work out. They might cancel, they might reschedule. So, you know, it could be a different person. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This, these are uh, tough questions, but they're good questions. Uh, I love them. I love them. Appreciate uh, it, man. Appreciate uh, it. Take your time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. What would I ask the next person? Uh, you ask some good questions on your podcast, man. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm a little lost right now. I'm, 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 I'm under pressure. It's different now. <laughs> right. And it's the end of the day, man. I'm sure you're tired from a long day. So, <laughs> uh, man, why am I blanking that right now? Uh, Let's see. Wow, it's going to take me a minute. Or how about this? This is also oh. something new I wanted to try. Was okay. What's a question you would ask me? And I was I was going to use that for the next person. So oh. it's like I have a chance to answer it. And then the next person, I'm going to make sure they, they can answer oh. it too. Yeah. Okay, I'm back on my horse. Uh, I mean, I mean the, the question that I ask always, right? Uh, even on my podcast, uh, on Blah Blah podcast, is that what has been your biggest struggle and victory in life? For you sure. Know, and um, pass, pass it on. <laughs> biggest struggle, biggest victory. Yeah. I mean, I uh, I think I've already kind of, I you know this, but I'll, for for my audience, you know, I would say my biggest struggle uh, was is consistency, um, and still something I'm working on is is just being able to like stick to my guns man like i've always been a free-flowing kind of person throughout my life um but now that i'm getting older i feel like the hard lines are starting to develop and are starting to really know like what i want to spend my time on versus what i don't want to and um so that's my struggle is uh trying to trying to keep my demons away and uh stay consistent (laughs) victory victory Uh, uh, my greatest victory, um, man, for for me, it would be, honestly, it'd be to find find this, what I'm doing right now. It's a, it's a big, big victory for me. Um, it took me a long time, but I've never really felt like this, this hole in doing something in a long time. Um, and my previous stuff, I was got too wrapped up in my ego looking back on it where you know it wasn't it wasn't as pure as it could be because i had taken it to to boost myself and that that wasn't good um but yeah my biggest victory would be finding this path and hopefully it leads to more victories and bigger victories and uh yeah thank you for that question mike Uh, (laughs) when you were talking then all the all the questions in my head just start popping out. I, you know what it is? Because I'm listening. Uh, I try to listen to people, and that's where my engagement comes from. It's the fact that I'm just talking, and I, I don't know. I'm, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so I no, no. Something and engage. But the, the moment that you start talking, all these questions start popping up. Like all the things that you said can like jump, can lead to other conversations. You know what I mean? So I guess yeah. you can say I'm a listener in a sense. In that sense. Hey, and that's why you have a podcast too, man. Like, right. you know, we, we like to listen. 
yeah yeah but uh, my last question for you Mike is what is the greatest lesson you've learned thus far and I'm, I, I feel like I know which lane you're gonna take this uh, to but go for it go for it reiterate the, the message for sure uh, biggest lesson is really we have the power uh, and the capacity to contribute to make changes in our community and in the Philippines and have an impact on people that are continuing to be exploited in a sense. And so no matter where you're at, like your capacity will always change, but I think, but every little thing matters. You know what I mean? So whether it's your time, whether it's funds, resources, uh, learning about uh, the conditions in terms of what we need to change, and so no matter where you are in life, from high and low, you always have the capacity and you have the power to make an impact in our community. And so that's what I want to say. Dope, man. Dope. Uh, thank you, Mike, for coming on again. Thank you for your time. Um, I I have some questions to ask you off camera, but before we do that, uh, we want to thank all the folks out there for listening. Oh, yeah, Mike, tell them where they can find you, how, the, how people can support you out there. Hi, uh, Mike D. What's good? Uh, we've got clothing, U-G-A-T, clothing.com. Check out my brand. Uh, it's Filipino history, culture, and uh, clothing line, streetwear inspired by that. And uh, I also have a podcast, Blazy Blah Podcast, where I connect, build, and break bread with our folks in our community. And so make sure you check this out. And I'm hoping to launch uh, NFT uh, digital artwork and launch an NFT uh, in in uh, so yeah, within maybe a month or two and setting things up. So I'm I'm excited to get into the to this new new space and learning. And so yeah, uh, but that's it. So thank thank you for having me, bro, and thank you for reaching out. And so I appreciate the the work you do, and I appreciate you giving the space for everyone to also be able to share uh, their world in essence. And so. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for the kind words. Uh, before you go, got one more thing to ask you. Uh